0: Listeners, welcome. This is Sound Only. I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Mike Peters. We're your Sound Only co-hosts here to record our deepest, darkest thoughts about WandaVision and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just when we thought we were out, they pulled
1: us back back in.
0: Yo, you know how much time we spend <laughs> on this podcast
1: talking about comic book shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and we're about me. to put in some more. You know, I, like it's, it's, it is once more into the breach. Uh, we are going to talk about WandaVision, the newest streaming Marvel foray into television that uh, began streaming on, the first two episodes began streaming on Disney Plus this past weekend. This episode
2: is brought to you by Cars.com.
1: See website for details. And the consensus seems to be that you know it's pretty chill, it's pretty weird, uh, it's 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 it's, it's cool and everything. It's uh, cool, but cool is the word. Cool, cool is the word. word. Cool is the word. <laughs>
2: cool cool it's is the cool. word for it's cool. it's it. Cool. It is.
1: Um, I mean, like a gamble, and so far that Marvel is capable of making those at this point. Um, like it's it it feels. Like low stakes and even like lively and and like how how fun it's trying to be, but at the very end of episode one, it pulls you back into the MCU uh, aesthetic. The
0: MCU aesthetic. The MCU yeah, aesthetic it comes roaring in. after,
1: like because I mean, like it's 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 the show is styled like it's very like Hitchcockian slash Hanna Barbarian like nineteen fifties. Golden age of television vibe. Um, Button down long sleeve polos and, you know, knee length evening dress. You know, it's like a, it's, you get it. Like, it's, it's like an I love Lucy vibe. Um,
0: Yeah. But at the end of
1: the episode, it pulls you back at the Marvel aesthetic with like some person sitting at a TV monitor and carbon fiber plating. Uh, writing shit down on a legal pad uh, that has like a sword emblem on it, and the thing is that I resented knowing what sword is, which is and, and knowing what the difference between sword and shield is, <laughs> which you have to know in order for that to, to to hit,
0: right? And only one of us in this podcast, of the two of us, knows what sword and shield is. I will say, um, yeah. Can we talk? Look at the top. We're, we'll get into this throughout the course of the episode. Can we talk about why we're talking about this? Because I will say, like. This is the, you know, WandaVision is the TV hotness right now, obviously. And yet, this is a podcast where you and I are constantly talking about how, you know, I'm the guy, I'm rolling my eyes constantly about the dominance of comic book movie shit. And yet, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this show, I think, because it's a good access point for unpacking why... One might even develop the urge to push back against, you know, the Marvelization, the Disneyfication of everything, even when you think it's good. And I think WandaVision so far is good. I think it is, as we said, it's enjoyable.
1: Cool. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 been fun so far. It seems as though they had like a legitimately good time making it. Like, yeah. you know, it's one of those shows where you're watching something and you can tell that people are having a legitimately good time. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially like the, it, uh, the, the second episode where like vision joys the neighborhood watch. Like there's always <laughs> yeah. just some sort of like random wacky hijink story. And then it's kind of undercut by something. Some weird sort of hitch in reality that turns it like briefly sinister before it rescues itself again with like physical comedy or some like interjecting, you know, oh, gosh, that's just Barbara character. But anyway, like one of these excursions is Paul Bettany, like literally gumming up his his gears by accidentally swallowing a piece of gum.
0: Right, because he's not supposed to eat. Like he's obviously not, you know, he doesn't have the human digestive tract. So yeah. him being sort of socially pressured into chewing gum turns out badly for him. Should we I will say, should we talk through the episodes one by one? Like maybe we should start with the first one, which okay. is the first well, Okay. One. Well,
1: we'll let's 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 back up and give a brief synopsis of the of the first two episodes. So um it's kind of like waking in the middle of a dream. Scarlet Witch and Vision are just kind of like sitting on a couch baby like after being happily married or something yeah. or yeah. some big emotional event has happened. They know maybe it was them getting married. So they're sitting on a couch being like, all right, what is it that we're supposed to do it's now? Because a
0: calendar. They're like pointing at a calendar and it has yeah. a heart on a date and they're like, what, are we, what were we trying to commemorate What here? were we trying we to commemorate
1: know. here? It's like, so it's... Piecing together as they go along uh, the duties of, you know, living in American suburban life. So he gets up and goes to work to file forms about input and output. But there really is never there never are any specifics. And they only talk in vague terms of like productivity increasing and decreasing and, you know... Up by percentage points, but like nobody knows what anybody's doing or why they're doing it. And things just keep proceeding until they kind of like one of the spinning plates falls like, uh, you know, in the middle of a dinner where uh, Vision is trying to impress his new boss.
0: Yeah. And the wife comes, the boss and the wife come over and they're trying to do the high wire act of like, oh, how do I impress them so I can get a promotion at work? You know, it's like that kind of old school TV. Yeah. Like, you know, dire
1: stakes of anyway. So they are. But the mix up is that they have confused what like the important date is supposed to mean. Uh, like Scarlet Witch thinks it's their anniversary and he thinks it's the, he's like, he gets to work and he's like, Oh, right. Of course. It's like, I'm supposed to be having my boss over to dinner tonight. Blah, 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 blah. The boss chokes in the middle of dinner. Um, after like a whole bunch of, you know, fifties era, like, you know, stuff happens. Uh, yeah, it's like it's, and the
0: camera work changes. I think the clever yeah. thing in the in both these first episodes, right, is how the camera work, the changes in the camera work t- telegraph sort of the changes in the mood and even just the style that they're going for. And so when when the boss starts choking at the dinner table, the camera work goes from being, you know, this like sort of
1: grainy static um, st- Yeah. yeah. T-
0: Right, it's that's what it starts seeming like Hitchcock. The camera, the angles are like, whoa, yeah. What it's happened, just like, man?
1: oh, suddenly we have a new close-up, high def angle, and it's just yeah. in black and white instead yeah. of like before. There was like the grainy uh, tube television filter on it. Yeah, um, yeah. So reality, quote unquote, uh, kicks the doors in on this on this you know TV universe once or twice an episode. To dramatic effect um yeah. so, I mean, and i mean like in the second episode like there's just okay well now we're gonna after we have saved my boss from choking to death using my powers that no one can know about we need to keep our power secret by the way right i'm gonna go join the neighborhood watch and you should go you know hang out with the pta and try to ingratiate yourself to <laughs> the village women <laughs>
0: Yeah, the village women <laughs> and the, the head woman with the huge
1: pool. First of all, yeah. yeah um, and again, the uh, the the stories kind of converge when he chews gum at the neighborhood watch gets his you know works gummed up. Ha, 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 ha. It's just a being and, drunk, right?
0: It's like the equivalent of being drunk for Vision is he chews gum and swallows
1: it. And you know. Uh, it was, like, you know, being reminded that, oh, yeah, Paul Bettany's, like, actually kind of funny. Like, the 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 same... Yeah, he was, like, in Night's Tale, and I forgot about that because he spent, like, the <laughs> last decade playing a robot. <laughs> so, um... Yo,
0: I'm glad... Okay, first of all, I'm glad you said that. Can you... Because, again, the first episode of WandaVision, right? Wanda and Vision are both... They're drawing blanks. They're like, what what is what are we doing here exactly? Yeah. And they're working through that. Can you just fill me in on the status of Wanda and Vision per the actual cinematic part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right.
1: So at the end of Ultron, Vision becomes, you know, sentient being. Uh, Like one of the team now. And But like, I mean, they more or less, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner more or less treat him like a child that is growing up at very, very, at like an exponential rate um they try to teach him about right and wrong humanity because i mean like he's theoretically more powerful than anybody else like on earth like he's a like he's a nuke you know that walks and talks and develops feelings eventually so uh like throughout the course of like the movies him and scarlet which like develop a weird rapport and then like in the infinity war in-game two-part conclusion like it turns into like this really dramatic like like sweeping love story and it's basically all to earn like a really dramatic moment at the end of the first movie where Thanos like plucks the mind stone <laughs> in the vision's head and to then like you know kind of give us Wanda Unchained, because she had him under pressure in the (laughs) second movie. Wanda Unchained! Stop it! It's like, yeah, because I mean, like, she was like, you know, there's the, the ongoing joke of, like, why is she up in the building, like, guarding, like, her boyfriend when she should be out here fighting the aliens with us, and... You know, then she comes out on the battlefield, whoops everybody's ass, like, puts a stranglehold on Thanos so much that he, like, kills half of his army. It's a whole thing. So, the conceit at the end of the Marvel movies is that she is bereft, grieving, alone, but also, like, maybe one of three most powerful beings in the known galaxy. And, you know, that's as much as I know. Um, Yeah, yeah.
0: That's as much as they know. They don't even
1: know that. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But are there any Okay, so are there clues in any of that which you just described that are supposed to situate me, right? The naive viewer in terms of like understanding what Wanda and Vision are confused about in the first couple episodes of WandaVision?
1: Well, in the second episode, there is I mean, there throughout the throughout the the first two episodes, there are like hints of them doing like unnatural things with you know, like, old false bottom TV magic. Like, obvious strings and, like, low-rent yeah. shit that, like, honestly feels fun after, yeah, like, all is, the is. money that they fucking spend on big, explodey energy spires. The talent and, show, the talent show yeah, in
0: the Bewitched episode is fun. Is like funny. That's
1: fun. Yeah. It's genuinely good television. It's very enjoyable. Like, I laughed a lot. Um, <laughs> he passes the hat through his head. He's just like, vision fishing. No, because they have to hide their powers from, like... Right. The rest of the town. He's just like, hey, and she's basically he's hammered and going through the magic act and actually doing magic. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. It's like a reverse magic show, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's just like, oh, um, he's flying because of strings that I just yeah. now may materialize. And he's just like, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Um she's like vision, vision, no, stop. Hey, stop it. Don't you know, pass your hat through your midsection. You know, because then they'll know that you're translucent or whatever. And he's just like, "I'm doing it." I'm doing it's it. like <laughs> it's a really funny sequence. Um, so, like, basically, after all of that, we have basically, if you are coming into this blind, you understand what each of their powers are. Like, yeah. right? Um, she can basically bend reality to her will, and he can do all sorts of shit which i mean like is more or less all that you kind of need to know for what it wherever the story is i you know it's not so much that i feel that it's confidently going in whatever direction it's going although it seems to be doing that too yeah. it's also just like you know it's going to be happening whether i willingly come along or not
0: I mean yeah as yeah that's the marvel that's the disney creed right it's, this is all happening whether you
1: are along with it or not yeah um but the the vibe of like when i said like we were talking about earlier about when it comes back to the aesthetic of the marvel cinematic universe where there's somebody sitting at a monitor nervously or you know like anxiously taking notes the vibe is that it's like some sort of prison or maybe like Government Observations Facility, which tomato, tomato.
0: Right. Like, it's doing the Truman Show thing, right? Where it's just sort yeah. of like, oh, this is all enclosed.
1: Yeah, but it's just like, also, who's being kept prisoner slash rehabilitated, whatever. Right. They are trying to call it. Um, is it Vision, the rest of whatever is left of Vision, or is it Wanda, or is it both of them? You know? Right. Right.
0: Right. Right. Uh. That said, thank you for getting me up to speed on Wanda and Vision as characters because again, I don't watch mm-hmm. the movies. However, I do watch I did watch, rip, the stuff that we will talk about next, which is the the predecessors to WandaVision in the form of the the old like Netflix Marvel shows, which I in fact have an enduring attachment to and I want to talk about because I feel like they're being erased <laughs> in real
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> as I've <watched> <laughs> I watch the show
0: Vaporized oh, man. But like, we can, we'll we talk about it Let's talk about it Okay here, here's the thing that gets me about WandaVision <laughs> First of all Not first of all I'm sure
1: one of several things that gets yeah, you about several, WandaVision Forget
0: yeah. the sequence here. here um, I I feel like a, the WandaVision's being framed As sort of The first it's like the first Marvel show. Every time I read an article about this show, I feel like I'm having a stroke. Because I'm like, wait a minute. No, I'm serious. It, it wasn't until at least when I was reading, um, our colleague Allison Herman, right? She wrote about WandaVision for the site. she watched the first few episodes. She wrote about it for the ringer.com. Go read her piece. But at least Allison acknowledged she was she was talking through the idea that, like, well, really the thing about WandaVision is it's it's Marvel led, it's Kevin Feige, like it's a it's a proper Disney Marvel Directed thing And I guess the point is that WandaVision is meant To fold in a more sort of Authoritative way Into the movie part Of the Marvel Cinematic Universe But every time I read other articles that just sort of Talk about the show at face value as if Yeah, this is the first Marvel TV show I'm like, did I not watch... Like twelve seasons of
1: Luke Cage, Daredevil, <laughs> yeah. Jessica Like, did I just make that up in my brain? I mean, like, there's just very much like they just disavowed the entire Defenders project. Cause I mean, like, yeah. let's be let's what be real, most of that stuff was kind of bad. Really No, bad. it
0: wasn't. Shut up. This is where I will I will transform into a fanboy. Because the movies that we talked all right, about. Perhaps
1: this. it like, you know, I needed to like I was suffering from some from like, you know, there that hateration? maybe that was just the point, like, huh?
0: You were suffering from hateration? What were you suffering <laughs> from?
1: <laughs> Whatever. All right. I will give I will give the I will give the the rest of the everything other than the the first season of Daredevil another another pass um okay first season of Daredevil Wait, first, what? Season of Jef- first season of Jones.
0: the first season of Daredevil was good the second season
1: is bad no i said the first the first season of Daredevil was good and the first season of Jessica Jones was good i just you know can't really say much about the rest of it
0: but what about all the other is it like agents of shield I mean, no, on, no, no, no,
1: no, no I mean, like, no, no. There, there, I, there. I am not. I'm not arguing that there isn't other stuff. Like, yeah. As a matter of fact, there's. There was another. There's a. There's a. There's a Marvel project uh, a couple of years ago with this exact same premise of there being like category five, metahumans contained in their own little. Uh, prison reality thing. Yeah,
0: it's called on. Sound Only, a podcast by Justin <laughs> Charity and Megan <laughs> Peters. That's the premise of saying, this right, podcast. No,
1: it's also like, I'm talking about Legion though. Did oh, you, yeah, like, yeah, 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 Legion is about like, you know, you could be mistaken for it not being like a Marvel TV show if you watched the first episode. There was a lot of like sure. discourse around when the yeah, show came right. out about how how weird it was. You know, there's like, a dance routine and a dismemberment and like, you know, sundry, other train spotty things that happened in the very first episode. Um, yeah, but
0: I didn't follow Legion. I, I watched the first, I've watched, like I didn't follow it either. I, get, I mean, because okay.
1: it was ultimately like I got, it was just, I got too burnt out on it, but revisiting it like before, like this past week after watching WandaVision, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, this was kind of done before it better. Oh um,
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: I mean, because there's like it's it's kind of the 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 weirdness of WandaVision doesn't not feeling uh detached enough to actually be exciting or interesting thing that we've been talking about is
0: Well, we are talking about the first two episodes of WandaVision.
1: Yeah, we're talking will, about the first two episodes, it. yeah. Like it's there's there's I because mean, the first two episodes are in black and white, but like at the end of towards the end of the second episode, there are, you know, little dots of color that keep yeah. popping up. Um, so it's probably going to build itself out as it goes along. And I guess the reality is going to get more and more lifelike, I guess. It seems to be the arc of the show. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm just saying that this exact same thing has happened before.
0: Right. Okay. That's fair. I I just feel as somebody who, again, I didn't follow Legion. I didn't follow Agents of Shield. What I followed was the Netflix stuff. And I thought Mm -hmm. that the thing is like, that's why it's so disorienting to me to see this framed as, I wish it was more explicitly framed as, you know what? We're rebooting. We're rebooting. The TV stuff because I it, it feels weird to watch people pretend that Jessica Jones didn't happen or or certainly Luke Cage. Luke Cage was a show that when it was happening, if you worked in like criticism, you basically had to write about it. And so now it's just like, well, we disappear in Luke Cage. Why I write the
1: article for it? And
0: Well, shoot. Like what? The, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Luke yeah, Cage yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, even yeah.
1: good enough to be. You know, like but there is just like all sorts of stray Marvel stuff projects that you just like don't think about as being part of like the larger organism like blade is a marvel movie
0: yeah that's a, right something that's a good that's a good point of reference for you know? this, then okay i think my humble proposition right is that daredevil was good it had bad parts season two is bad season one and season three are pretty great jessica jones season one is great Toward the end, I think it got super dicey. got super boring, but also had, like, good stretches to it. Mm-hmm. But certainly not, like, you would think the way people frame those shows now in the sort of wake of WandaVision that they were atrocious or something. And that's what I feel like I'm... I, oh, I feel
1: like, did I, I, mean, I like, watch
0: those in an alternate dimension? Like, why are we disavowing them like they're bad children I mean, like, or no, it's, I thought they it's, were pretty good.
1: I mean, they were, like, they were definitely good for, like, what they were. Like, Jessica Jones- But that's Jones Marvel in general. Like, yeah, Marvel in general is,
0: at best is good I'd for what like, it is. You know that's, what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, let's not pretend that we don't understand that the way that everything functions is that the newest thing is the best thing ever. Um, but, Jessica Jones was, like, to finish the earlier thought, like, it was good for what it was. Like, it worked, like, sandwiched in between like Angel and Charmed on like TNT, at that block that came on in the morning. Like you know, it was like a it was, it was a like it was a very specific vibe. And if you knew what the vibe was, like it was a good show. Um, I
0: don't disagree with that characterization of the vibe, but I will continue to push this point. Right, that like Jessica Jones, regardless of what it fit in between in terms of a content block, right? That show was just doing. Character drama, right? And it was yeah. sort of saying, okay. let's scale down the CGI blockbuster shit and scale up the, you know, it's just these people like going out to bars in New York, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's, and that's the show. It's just character drama stuff. And it looks like that's also essentially, even though the vibe is different, that's essentially the same thing WandaVision is setting up. It's setting up a character drama piece with two characters who aren't, it's not like, you know, you're, They're not Iron Man, right? So you're dealing with, okay, well, these characters are a little less important. Let's give them a bunch of character stuff to do. It's not like that's so far off from what Jessica Jones was such that it makes sense to me that we're framing WandaVision as a MacBook Pro and Jessica Jones as if it's (laughs) a calculator made in the 19th century. You know, the disparity is not that great in my opinion.
1: I I mean, it's... Not I I, again. I'm not really disagreeing with you. It's just the fact that like the style of it is so like I understand it being ballooned up to the thing that it's being ballooned up to now because the stylistic grammar of the show is more pronounced than it was in Jessica Jones. Like it just seems like it's it's telegraphing how ambitious it's trying to be. Allegedly. (laughs) allegedly Allegedly. okay okay i'm just but i'm just saying like you know the the thing you're saying is a fancy
0: way of saying that wandavision looks more expensive than jessica jones
1: which is both true but also fine let's just i'm just saying that yes more money was spent on it so therefore it feels like it's like you know a more evolved character drama because like it's it's nicer to look at which i mean like is I mean, let's not pretend that that's not also a part of watching television.
0: Okay, but okay, but then which show had Vincent D'Onofrio and which doesn't? Jessica Jones has uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. WandaVision doesn't have Vincent D'Onofrio. That's One true. of our finest actors. That's actually. true.
1: That's true. I mean, there is there may there may never be another Marvel performance on the silver screen again, <laughs> as good as Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin. Yes,
0: like as much as people are treating the previous Marvel TV stuff as an afterthought.
1: On the road, (laughs) and he
0: (laughs) set upon by men of ill intent. Set upon by men of ill intent. That's the thing. It's like as much as we're talking as much as people are talking about the previous Marvel shows as an afterthought. I it's just want like- it
1: to be stupid. I want it to yeah. be I want it to be ridiculous. Like Call
0: me when WandaVision when a moment in this show matches <laughs> any one of Vincent D'Anafrio's speeches from Daredevil. And you know what I mean? That's that's what I'm that's that's the thing. That to me is the high water mark, you know? Um yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm following WandaVision because again, it's in a weird way WandaVision is easier for me to keep up with, right? The movies, the Marvel movies are just too much for me. Like you cannot get me even in a world where TV episodes are trying to aim for movie length, right? It's still easier for me to sit down and be like, you know, I tell you what. You know what it is? Here's the thing. And I know I know the dynamic of movie going is different during the pandemic, right? But just assume the previous world where most of most of the Marvel movies have come out in. Assume the world where we still go to movie theaters and where we still sort of think of a lot of our, our movie going as about decisions of you're going to get out of bed or you're going to get off work, you're going to go to a theater and you're going to sit in a place and you're going to watch a particular movie. And there are multiple movies competing for your attention in that moment, right? It's hard for me to take the average movie and, and put it up against a Marvel movie and think, yeah, the thing I want to spend two hours doing is watching the Marvel movie, right? I'm not saying that every movie that's not a Marvel movie is Citizen Kane or something, but I am saying that like there's a lot of movies that feel like they're probably more interesting than Marvel movies. Now, take television. There's not that much television where I'm like, yeah, this, te- this other television show is more interesting than a Marvel movie, right? Like most telev- television is just a television ass medium, you know? <laughs> In a weird way, it feels kind of disrespectful for me to give it a choice between the average movie and a Marvel movie. It feels insulting to film as a medium For me to go see a Marvel movie We're in television, <laughs> I think we're all on the same page That television is trash As a medium And so it's easier for me to sit down and say Okay, if I'm oh in the mood for television <laughs> I am necessarily in the mood to watch some trash
1: Okay, alright, alright uh, So I can stall Your runaway momentum For a second here <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as how you have just an entire Mode of like entertainment Uh <laughs> I think what you are trying to say is that it's a lower investment to start watching a Marvel television show than it no. is to, like, no. I mean...
0: <laughs> it's, not, it's not just a lower investment. It's also a more debased medium in the first place. So that's the thing. It's sort of like, if you're in the mood to watch television, like if you're not if you're not if you're not watching a Marvel TV show, what are you watching? You're watching like a rerun of Friends or something. You know what I mean? That I, that's more so what I'm getting at is that the, the number of shows in television that are The Sopranos. It's you know if you're talking about prestige TV, right? You're talking about high art TV. You're realistically talking about like a three year stretch of the entire history of a medium that's almost a hundred years old. Whereas with movies, it's like it feels more like dog there you know
1: I mean, well, yeah yeah. okay all right listen that's what on I'm balance, saying. although spiritually I disagree with like you know that like just the way that you put it feels like <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to concede the point that there are on balance more like better movies that you could be watching than you know Thor, Age of Rock, Ultron? Thor is, is 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 a very good fun movie that you know is good, but so that was probably like the bad example to you like you know Thor Dark world fine yes like there are like there are absolutely better movies that you can be watching. I don't disagree, but I think that you it does feel like slightly. I don't know, overplaying your hand or something to say that you think that a TV show is good because I think that probably on average over time, you're probably right about it being like there being like a minor percentage of actual good talked about forever kinds of TV shows. But I really think that you're mixing the two things that it's just easier to watch 30 minutes of whatever the fuck this is.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Than that's to sit right. I mean, down and have to watch two and a half hours of something that you also need twenty two backlogged hours of information about. Yeah, th- sure.
0: Although, again, we open this this episode with me asking for a lot of back on that information. information. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's so, like you it's, know, it's, even it's, about a television show with twenty five minute episodes.
1: Yeah, like even even as, and, and then I mean, like, and that's ultimately like our point about WandaVision, isn't it? Like that. As, you know, refreshing, as new, as adventurous as it feels like for maybe two or three minutes at a time, there's there's a I mean, there's a limit, you know, (laughs) it's it's just really not really there's a limit to how interesting and exciting it can be.
0: Sure. But all I'm saying is that there's also a limit to how exciting Grey's Anatomy is going to be. And it's because I'm judging this thing on the terms of, like, that, right? The medium that gives you, like, a medium that can say, yo, one of the best things we ever made was Grey's Anatomy, as opposed to... <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Okay, I mean, all right. I that's I what mean, it is. Like, okay, that's I love fair. Grey's Anatomy.
0: Yo, Shondaland, don't come for me. I love Grey's Anatomy. Leave me alone.
1: I mean, um, yeah, like... But you it's, get what I'm saying. I get that- what you're saying, that also... But there was, like, an actual... Several episode dramatic arc about a man having an RPG lodged in his abdomen. (laughs) Like, I like it's, yes, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying.
0: You always get what I'm saying because what I'm saying is always persuasive and ultimately correct when you think about it. I mean,
1: listen, like, I'm really not going to let you gas yourself any further about this. We'll say that you were probably right and I was less wrong than I thought I was initially.
0: A man from a Samaritan was traveling on a road when he was set upon by men of ill
1: intent. (laughs) (laughs) I am trying to accomplish. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Let's talk about, we, we're going to talk about, I think, Disney in general at this point. Um, <laughs> and the entire the entire Marvel monoculture
2: that we live in, for better or worse. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with $25,000 Tons of other multi care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm.
0: Michael, when you were describing the first episode, right, we we started talking about the moment, in both both episodes really, toward the end of the episodes, the Marvel cinematic universe aesthetic creeps in, you know, and you would never mistake it for something else. It's not just oh, there's a moment when when color creeps back in. You know, you're watching a black and white, you know, fifty sitcom. It's it's not just color; it's Marvel color, right? It
1: is like you know there are factory designations on the colors like it's like it's a sort of sheen like a paint job like (laughs) something that seems like it's not just red it's plasticky red
0: yeah it's like it's like the custom hexadecimal codes for like marvel color it's all trademarked and everything you just know it when you see it yeah and i think a lot of a lot of our sort of Overloaded expectations sometimes when you and I talk about Marvel stuff or Disney stuff, even in general, because we're really talking about Disney, right? Disney, Marvel, whatever. Um, is about the fact that all of this stuff has become a kind of, I don't know, it feels like a an imperial racket. <laughs> all of these, all of these movies and shows together, right? Like you get it. You get that there's a sort of, there's a kind of epic storytelling happening and you kind of have to marvel at the scale of it, right? The idea of it all spanning X number of movies and then X number of television shows sustained over X number of years. But at the same time, it means that sometimes you watch WandaVision and you see so much as three frames of color start to creep into a frame and you hear the slightest musical sting, and you just go, oh, right, this is a Marvel thing, right? Like, this is just... This is Marvel. This is big Marvel. <laughs> and and when Disney and Marvel produce so much stuff in, in theaters and in TV, it, there's a point at which I'm just like, we are just sort of stewing in the influence of big Marvel, and it looks the same everywhere. It's just this... It's just monochromatic and monotonous in a way that again it's sometimes impressive right like i'm impressed at this show that it is trying to look like the witched boomerangs back around to being a marvel thing actually but it's also like oh right this too is a marvel thing actually and yeah. i don't know what to do with that i feel contrarian impulses about that
1: well, I mean, like, it's not necessarily like we think that the show is bad either. Like, after f- the f- first two episodes, I think that we ad- like agree that it's been enjoyable, but like, yeah. you resent having to be intrigued by it. Like, or yeah. like, it's, you know, it's, it's like, <laughs> it just feels like a bit of a self-betrayal because it's like, you know, <sighs> all right, you know exactly, like, in advance of this thing coming out, exactly how it's going to play out, what the conversations are going to be around it, and, like, you know, how it's going to resolve itself because there was a massive, uh, massively precedented event, like, a couple years ago where Kevin Foggy got up on stage and said, this is the plan. And, like, and then there was, you know, a similar, there's an entire, like, economy around things like this and you know how it functions
0: there was an idea
1: (laughs) i'd like it's and uh it's i there's i don't know like there's i i think that there's just i don't know how to feel about it except a little defeated well
0: it's you know there is there is a moment in the lifespan of any sort of massive monoculture object where that thing reaches critical mass and it doesn't have to be Marvel. It doesn't have to be star Wars. You know, I think of someone like, um, like Drake or Taylor Swift, right. I think you can, you can cite this with them too. There's always the moment that happens when you realize that something goes from being popular, right. And we talk about it cause just lots of us like it and lots of us sort of You know, it's a consensus thing to being a thing that you realize that, oh, if I say so much as if I pay so much as a halfway compliment to this thing, it's going to spawn 10 copies of itself. And those 10 (laughs) copies are going to spawn 10 copies of their selves. Right. And you, there's just this point where a thing becomes so ubiquitous and so dominant in the culture that... I think if you're a hater or you have other sort of critical impulses, you start to say, I gotta, I gotta hedge my expectations and my praise for this thing because I can just feel it reproducing itself to infinity. Right. And so I watch WandaVision and I enjoy it, but I also have this sense of like. Man, if you say that you like the first two episodes of WandaVision, the next thing you know, three weeks from now, you're going to be looking at one of the Marvel people standing on a stage and they're going to be pointing to a screen behind them. And that screen is going to have a thousand more new Marvel movies (laughs) like decked out to 2031. And I don't want that. (laughs) I don't want to live in a world in which between now and 2031, there are a thousand new Marvel movies in theaters. And so, part of me is just like, "Yo, chill with being in the Wandavision because it's gonna get out of hand because it's already out of hand. <laughs> we have to put an end to this. We need to restore proportionality." It's,
1: it's hating is self care. It is hating yeah, is self care. It it's self care. It's, it's 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 hating is self care. There is because yes, there is there is a, a feeling of like just being sort of like becoming a bit of a publicist without your consent like without yeah. your, and I mean it's going to happen anyway you know whether right, that's or the not thing, you, that's the right. thing is that like yeah. it's going to happen anyway any whether yeah. or not you comment on it that's what I was talking about earlier it's just like it's going it's going on whether or not you're participating right like, like Drake I, I, or Taylor yeah. Swift it will pop up When you're watching basketball in a credit card commercial, it will pop up on a park bench (laughs) when you walk by, when you're walking your dog. It's going to be on a billboard as you're driving down the interstate. It's going to be everywhere, whether you hate on it or not. So it's just like, let's, yeah, let's just appraise this soberly, which is like, yeah, we liked the first two episodes, but it's like you are, you are fighting now ingrained instincts to be bored already because of, like, you know how it's going to resolve itself. Yeah. Both...
0: Maybe I don't in the context of the show, but I know how it's going to resolve itself as a commercial force that produces these movies and TV shows. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, it's,
1: it's like, the first two episodes are, like, May... Like, although it's, like, the first two episodes are out, it's just, like, maybe they're just, like, an artful flourish on top of another, you know, trotted-out Marvel thing. Like, uh... Like, on, on top of another, like, by the numbers comic book TV show thing, experience, like, I don't know, say, the times they're changing, like, a uh, massive opening number before the Watchmen movie. And it's just kind of like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's here, but, like, this is sick and it sets a tone that, you know, whatever, right. you know?
0: You you're right about the the sort of it's going to happen without you, and there there maybe is look, a bit of self centeredness to being like I can stop the proliferation of Marvel movies if I just <laughs> try to keep my head low about Wandavision. But I, I think part of it is you do internalize after a point the the sort of the sort of trope about voting with your feet, right? Because mm-hmm. there is this sense in which you you could look at the final boss of the Disney Corporation and look him in his eyes and you just know that if you say the phrase, I enjoy WandaVision, (laughs) he's going to interpret it as what you're saying is you want 100 more of these shows? And and then you're going to be like, no, that's not what I said. What I said is, I like this thing. I think it's cool. And then you will be like, so you want 1,000 more of these, right? You want 1,000 more of these shows, right? Because
1: it's like, because if you look in the eyes of the Disney boss, he will look back at you and see uh, male... Uh, American males aged 19 to 35. <laughs> He's not looking at you. I mean, He's not looking. It's like, yeah. just like You're with the focus group, right? Yeah, you, you, said with the focus. you give I don't know how you, you got the... out here, but like, yeah. A uh, hundred more. You got it. Say say no more, fam.
0: You, you want to read a hundred personal essays about Wanda and Vision? Is that what you said? No, I said I like this one TV show. I didn't say... Oh, so you're saying you want to read a hundred personal essays generated in a single week about Wanda and vision. No, that's not what I said. I said, I like this show. I think it's cool. And that's the thing. I've, there is this sense and maybe I'm just like a grizzled veteran of the internet or something, but I just have that, that shell shock, right. Of just this show is cool. And I would like it to keep being cool, you know, in the same way that again, when I watched Jessica Jones, I remember it's like me and my former roommate, Leslie, I think we were just like, I think it had to be maybe right after Thanksgiving and we just sort of binge watched the whole thing. And we're like, oh, that was cool. That was weird. The first season of Jessica Jones. And I can, I, I feel it at ease and at peace when I'm detached from, you know, the actual release cycle for this stuff and I'm watching it on what feels at least like my own terms. Mm-hmm. And these things, these Marvel things can, can top out at, at what they actually are Which is like This is this is kind of cool Like this is cool I like this But I, You know Instead <laughs> I'm haunted I'm haunted by the knowledge I'm just haunted Every time Every time I watch Something like this I just I think to all of those Screenshots that people share Of Disney executives Standing on a stage Pointing to 100 titles behind them, <laughs> Of all the other Marvel shit You gotta put up with If you liked WandaVision <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and man. I don't want that. If I have to sa- I feel like they if I have to sacrifice Wandavision and the trade-off is that those other shows don't exist, get Wandavision out of here. <laughs> but if I have to live with it, I'm gonna keep watching Wandavision. I got high hopes.
1: You got high hopes, Michael? I got medium hopes. But you know, like we're, we're it's it's I am gonna definitely keep watching now. It is it it, it definitely it has, as we said, has been fun so far.
0: Yeah, you know, I I still haven't finished Mandalorian, and you know why? I haven't actually exactly, finished it either. I haven't thank finished it. You. Either. That's what I'm saying. I haven't See, finished it. Either. Feels like there are those moments where it's like Mandalorian. You know, it got to a point where the cultural weight of that show became too much, and I had to be like, I gotta, I gotta let, I gotta let the take cycles, I gotta let the release schedule outpace me a bit for this show, and then I will come back to it. You know when I am when when people have moved on, to Wan- <laughs> now that people are moving on to Wandavision, I'll probably go back and finish Mandalorian season two because then it can be and then
1: you're gonna write some like sweeping essay about how it reminds you of like yeah. you know the you know Mongol invasion of Japan or something that was like yeah. honestly the <laughs> I like it's I if I had. Uh, Dollar for every time you bring up like military strategy from like the 15th century <laughs> in a cultural essay about like a B movie, I think I'd have like five dollars <laughs> at this point.
0: WandaVision's cool, watch WandaVision, email us at soundonlypod at gmail.com, email us about. Wandavision or the other Marvel TV shows that definitely existed before Wandavision that I watched and even wrote about at one point and think were also pretty cool, especially if you want to talk about Jessica Jones and Daredevil.
1: Yeah, I mean like uh, and also like you should email us about Legion too. I mean like I'm yeah. kinda of vibing with it now, honestly. And you know, I I I I if I was to venture, I guess I think Jessica is too. Let's just let's let's talk about that, maybe.
0: That's it from us this week. I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Micah Peters. We'll holla at y'all later.